Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Full terms, visit mcdonalds.com.au. The Trade Feed for Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. And Toyota, Toyota certified, pre-owned in a class of its own. Good morning. You're listening to Continental Tyres, AFL Trade Radio, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Trade up to Continental Tyres this trade period. Sarah Ollie and Josh Gablich here with you for the next hour on the trade feed. Good morning, Josh. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, Sarah. Hopefully we get some moves today because yeah. Thursday was slow. A little slow. Yeah, it was boring, to be it's honest. It's getting to the point in the trade period where everyone's just losing their marbles a little bit. We need a little bit of action today, don't we? We do, and, and I think we will get some action. I think Isaac Rankin should okay. be done today. There was a hope yesterday that that would be done, but when Craig Cameron got on a flight from the Gold Coast at about three or four o'clock yesterday afternoon, that deal was not getting done, obviously, while he was in the air. So hopefully we get to close a business today and we have the Rankin deal done and it gives everyone something to think about over the weekend. Anything else that we can expect today, do you think? I think we'll see potentially Jack Gunston become a Brisbane line. That's definitely creeping closer. Brisbane want to get that done before Dunkley. So if they can clear that out of the way and attack Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday to get Dunkley done, I think that would be a really good piece of business from Dom Ambrosia. Obviously, he's got a lot to discuss with Sam Power ahead of next Wednesday night deadline. So if they can get that done today, that'd be two big ones out of the way. Well, hopefully we do see some movement because, as you say, yesterday was a little slow and we don't like to use the B word, but a little boring, a little Mm. bit more action would be good. We do have a guest today, Brendan Laid. He is going to join us. Of course, one of the most experienced assistant coaches out there. He's had stints at Richmond, at Port Adelaide, at St Kilda, and he's just joined the Western Bulldogs, and he's going to be in charge of the midfield there, Josh, and what a midfield to work with. Well, that was a big sell, I think, to come to the Western Bulldogs when you contemplate the Bontempallis, the Bailey Smiths, the Liberatores, the McRae's, the Trelaws. I mean, it's a pretty good gig <laughs> when you contemplate if you're picking a line somewhere. That's a pretty attractive proposition. So I'm looking forward to finding out more about his decision because it was a big decision to move from Moorabbin to the Witten Oval, but he's done that and he's heading there. And I hear that Tim English perhaps is a big fan of his, Josh. Well, we'll unpack that with Brendan Lane because <laughs> I was told that Tim English... Grew up as a Port Adelaide supporter. That's known. But maybe what's not that well known is Brendan Lade was one of his favourite players <laughs> growing up. And we think about this era of players and Tim English is four, five years into his career. I thought that might have passed him, that 2004 team, but it hasn't. All right. He's made a lasting impact on Tim English. That's for sure. Now, we do have a topic for the day that we want to unpack. And if you want to get involved, you can call one 235548 or text us 0419187323. And the topic is the best trades 
that never happened. Do you want to set this one up for the listeners, Josh? Well, this is obviously on the back of what's happening around Josh Dunkley at the moment. And I think this will happen. I think we'll get to a point by next Wednesday night that this deal goes through. But as we sit here right now, it's clearly stagnated. There's there's obviously an issue between the two in terms of what they want and what they can offer in terms of the Brisbane Lions. We saw what happened on Tuesday when they traded away pick 15 to the Giants. We know why. Look, Brisbane are needing to accumulate draft points. They've got two first-round picks that they want to bring in. They need to be able to match bids for. But it makes it difficult to satisfy Sam Power and the Bulldogs because the Bulldogs wanted pick 15. They wanted a future, future first-round pick. Pick 15 is now gone. So Brisbane don't start on the clock as we sit here right now until pick 21. It makes it a little bit difficult to get that deal done. So as we sit here right now, I think Josh Dunkley would be a very nervous man because he's signaled his intentions. He has made it very clear that he wants to get to the Brisbane Lions. He explored Port Adelaide. A few years ago, he looked at Essendon, but he's made a decision to relocate his life to Queensland. He's got family there. His partner is from there. She wants to go back there. He's got a property in Noosa. It'd be quite nice to have a property in oh, Noosa. Oh, wouldn't it just? Yeah. A bit of sun, a bit it's of warmth. A, and it's only about 90 minutes on a Friday if you get the right time to leave you Brisbane. You would know that because you did live on the Gold Coast. So I did. I had a stint you know. up there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that you've got to make a, a quick decision when you're moving <laughs> in, that t- in that time frame of the week. So who knows? But that's the reason why we're going to have this conversation, Sarah, because there are a number of big names that have had their deals knocked back. Some of them have ended up landing at that club 12 months later. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen with Josh Dunkley, but just as a conversation starter, let's explore some of these. And, and there are some names here that I know you really like. Yeah, that's right. And just to paint a picture on what I mean by best trades that didn't happen, let's go back to 1994 and this news report regarding Tony Lockett. Lockett agreed to a three-year contract with the Tigers an hour and a half ago, ending weeks of negotiations with several clubs. But before Lockett becomes a Tiger, Richmond has to do a deal with St Kilda. Yeah, we are very pleased that Tony's given us the information that he would like to play at Richmond for the next three seasons and we look forward to him playing with us. Has any deal been done with St Kilda yet? No, it hasn't. Uh, we haven't spoken to St Kilda about that. We were just waiting on Tony's decision as to where he wanted to play and now we are facilitating an arrangement with him as soon as possible. We made an offer to Tony approximately three or four weeks ago and that's been the offer and we've just uh, waited on him toing and froing on other other things from other clubs. So uh, he hasn't signed on the dotted line yet but uh, he's assured you he's definitely coming. Yeah, he's informed us that he wants to play at Richmond Footy Club and now it's up to us to facilitate an arrangement with him. Doug Vickers, the football manager at Richmond, just repeating the news, Tony Lockett will be a Tiger for the next three seasons. It's back to you, Stephen. I love that. The voices of Stephen Quatermain there, a very young Anthony Hudson, just a budding journalist back in 1994, and Richmond footy manager Doug Vickers. Of course, Tony Lockett, he didn't go from St Kilda to Richmond. He went to St Kilda from Sydney. And this works out so well for the Swans because Plugger Lockett is instrumental in getting them to a grand final in 96. They couldn't salute on that day against North Melbourne, but that's one of the best trades that never happened in terms of the Sydney Swans, Josh. So all those news outlets covered it on the TV that night and then it was splashed across the back page of the newspapers the following day and it didn't happen. Imagine if that happened now. It would be a huge, huge story. But there are countless examples of this, Sarah. We'll save it for later in the program, but there are countless examples that we're going to unpack 
this morning. We are going to unpack a heap of those and you can call us 1300 23 55 48 or text us on 0419 We want to hear from you. The best trades that never happen. But we do have on the line joining us Brendan Laid. Of course, he's just made the big move. He's going to Western Bulldogs where he's going to oversee that star-studded midfield. Brendan, thank you for joining us on the Trade Feed. Thanks for having me, Sarah. Now talk us through the dog's pitch. I wonder, was it much of a pitch at all to come and look after this midfield because it's star-studded? No, it was a good discussion with uh, Chris Grant and Luke Beveridge just around coming over and adding some experience to the to the coaches and hopefully imparting a bit of knowledge on the on the midfield. But as you said, it's it's a quality midfield and uh, very exciting times ahead. Marcus Bontempelli, Bailey Smith, Tom Liberatore, Jack McRae, Tim English. I mean, the list goes on and on. How do you take this group to the next level? Uh, look, I haven't been in there as of yet and, um, you know, going through what our game plan and all that stuff is. But um, I'll, just, I'll just be looking at what, what I bring as a coach and um, one of my big strengths is building relationships and, and connection within the footy club. So um, hopefully I can, can really connect the group, um, you know, from a coach to a player, but hopefully the players can connect to each other and we can get some great results uh, in all phases of the game. Brendan, you've been looking at a few different options of late in terms of the coaching space. Obviously, been at St Kilda for three years, long-time assistant coach at multiple clubs. How much consideration did you give going up to Greater Western Sydney when your great mate and premiership teammate Adam Kingsley took the senior coaching position? Uh, it probably took up about three weeks of our life, the family. Mm. Uh, it was a pretty big decision. Um, we said no initially and... Um, you know, it settled away for a couple of weeks and then come back and uh, asked again and we sat on it for two weeks and you know did the pros and cons. My young fellow's about to do year 12 at school in Melbourne next year so that was uh, a big decision why and we just didn't know what it looked like us being apart as a family for you know a whole year and you know what happens after that year as well so as much as I really wanted to go help Adam and um, be part of his coaching journey uh, just wasn't meant to be at that stage, but doesn't mean it won't be in the future. And you also went through the coaching process and for the vacancy at Essendon. You interviewed for that role. What was that like? And, and how close were you to landing that position that was filled by Brad Scott? I was an exciting opportunity to to be able to interview and present to a group of people you don't know much about and um, and about a football club that you only know from the outside. So. For me, it was a great experience to, to go in and, and present and, and meet some more people and you know keep working on some things I need to work on. So I'll get some great feedback from that. Oh, I don't think I was ever close. Um, you know, I don't ever give a first, second, third or fourth in that. It's just you go through the process and it'll be what it'll be. And you know, Brad's been a great coach in uh, North Melbourne and I'm sure he'll do well in that role. And uh, the other guys interviewed all, all got some real strengths, but... It just depends what the club's looking for at that time. And um, if they're looking for someone like me, it's it's a perfect fit. But obviously, they're looking for someone like Brad. A lot of people from Richmond and St Kilda, your two most recent stops, have, have said that you are a senior coach in waiting in terms of what you bring to a footy club. Do you feel this move to the Western Bulldogs will enhance your chances of landing a senior coaching job in future? Uh, that, that's the aim, to be a senior coach. It doesn't mean I'm going to get there. Um, I've got a lot of things I've got to work on and, and experience another football club and you know, being able to work under a premiership coach in Bevo is, is going to be pretty exciting for me and, and um, I'm sure I'll, I'll learn a lot there and hopefully I can learn quickly and 
you know, fill up some holes I've got in my resume. But um, the aim is always to get there. But my main thing as a coach is just to keep improving, keep getting better, um, you know, and keep connecting to people as much as I can, whether that's players, staff or coaches. Um, it's something I do really well and something I'll continue to do. Does it do anything to your confidence, Brendan, when you continue to put yourself out there for these jobs and you do fall just short or is it all just part of the learning experience? Depends how you look at it. Some people look at it as a, you know, it's a failure. But, um, you know, for me, it's all about learning and improving. So, you know, whatever feedback I get now, I know Josh Marnie really well and uh, he'll give me some really pointed feedback, which is exactly what I'm after. And, you know, just to keep improving as a, as a coach, um, it'll make me, you know, connect better to players. It'll make me a better person in the long run as well. So hopefully I just keep improving and where I end up is where I end up. We're speaking to Western Bulldogs assistant coach Brendan Layden. Brendan, already in this interview, I've heard you say connect and connection quite a few times. Talk to us about the importance of connection and why it's such a cornerstone for your coaching philosophy. I just feel if you've got a really good relationship with, um, let's start with the players, you can you can get the most out of them. Um, I feel that a lot of people say they want to connect and build relationships, but um, a lot of people, I feel, you know, go about it the wrong way and, you know, they're always talking football and they feel that's how they build relationships. But you need to talk about, you know, other things other than football. You need to actually listen. I know a lot of people go in and talk to new people, but to listen and to understand where they're from, their partner, their family, whatever it is, but to really listen to people. Um, but I feel once you get that connection that players will do nearly anything for you, uh, within reason, obviously, but... Uh, and that's the same with coaches. I had to catch up with some of the coaches already, the Bulldogs, a couple of nights ago, and um, just to meet a few of them and to, to get to know them a bit more is, is really important and uh, it'll help us all get better together. Give the listeners some insight then, Brendan. When, when you do go into the Dogs and you're meeting the new players and, and the coaches and the staff and the admin, what kind of conversations are you having? Um they start off pretty general to start with um, and it is pretty nerve-wracking going into a new place and, and meeting new people, uh, trying to remember their names. That's always a big one in mind is, you know, if you meet someone, just try and remember their names so next time you see them, you can, you know, talk to them face-to-face and, and actually mention their name. Um, it's just little things like that that I feel really help build a connection. Um, but for me, I'll, I'll be quite nervous going into a new footy club and but at the same time, very excited to, you know, what I'm walking into. And hopefully, as I said before, I can help um, in any way I can to help us get to where we want to go. Just on remembering names, Brennan, I'm told that at St Kilda, you knew almost every person's name in the building. And not a lot of coaches invest that time into the admin. It's quite difficult to know 100 people's names and their families and sit down and have a coffee with the IT team or comms or the membership team. But it was a big part of, of what you did. You organised basketball games and heavily involved in meetings. Why is that important to you? Because it's something that you hear a lot about attached to your name and your coaching philosophy. You've done some research, haven't you? Um, <laughs> He's no, good. Look, it was, um, it's just a little thing. It's not much. It's, it's just bringing the whole club together, I feel. And um, you know, not one person does it. It's, it's fine to organise stuff, but then for people to put themselves out there and actually you know, participate in whatever is being organised, um, that's pretty big as well. So... Um, it's just for me, it's just, I like having fun with people and I feel that helps build connection. Um, it's good to know the people in the building other than just football. So you're not just always football, um, gives you good outlets of different things you can focus on. So, so just for, for me, it's, 
you know, just participating, being part of it. And, um, you know, hopefully you go on a journey together, not just, you know, separate departments going on this journey and hopefully you can all do it together. It's much bigger than just the footy department in 2022. As Sarah touched on before, you're going to take over the midfield. She's discussed some of the, the star midfielders, but Tim English, he grew up a Port Adelaide supporter. And I'm told that <laughs> he grew up a big Brendan Laid fan. Are you aware of that? <laughs> Someone did mention that the other day. Now, he must be pretty old if he can remember me. Um, look, no, it's, I'm, I'm really excited to get down to work with Tim. Um, obviously, got Sam, Sam Darcy there as well and, and Jordan Sweet. So, they got some good young ruckmen. Um, you know, I can, I'm going to try and impart some of my knowledge on the game. And it's not going to be the same approach for all three of them because they're all going to be different in the way they learn and the way they play. So, it's finding what works for them. Um, I've had really good success with Paddy Ryder and... Uh, with Van Marich in the past about finding something that really works for them as a person and, and, and as a player. Um, they can't all be Shane Mumford and they can't all be Dean Cox. Um, they've got to be themselves and it's just finding that and getting them to believe in it and, and then to execute it. And hopefully when they execute it, they can do it for a long period and, and be a very good player. One thing that caught people's attention recently was the 2004 Grand Final. It involves seven current coaches mm-hmm. of the 18. It's quite incredible to think that of the 44 players that played in that game, there are seven current coaches. What what do you put that down to? I mean, you're, you're obviously not far from that as well. It's amazing to think that those two sides have produced so many senior coaches and so many premiership coaches. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. This, and there's myself as an assistant, Josh Carr, Brett Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still a lot of other people around as well that are you know, assistant coaches. But we felt, I can't speak on Brisbane's behalf, but we felt that we had a very smart team at Port Adelaide through that period. and Maybe we're trying to be a bit too cute at times with what we're trying to, um, to do as a, as a team and just simplified it down in that you know, 2004 year and got a great result. But uh, we felt we had a lot of smart players who could adjust things out in the field and it's probably translated into having some great coaches and you know, have um, a mentor like Mark Williams, you know, Phil Walsh, Dean Bailey, Alistair Clarkson uh, in that 2004 year. Um, there's a lot of senior coaches that come out of assistant coaches at Port as well. So we had some great teaching, we had some great players, and we um, yeah, did gel together well for a year anyway. We're speaking to Western Bulldogs assistant coach Brendan Layden. Brendan, we were just talking then about Tim English. When you're working at St Kilda and, and you're watching Tim and you're doing the opposition analysis, what is it that makes him so special? Because he's a kind of different ruckman, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. He's... Um, He's very, he gets around the ground as good as any ruckman I've seen. He's probably similar to Dean Cox in that regard. Um, he uses the ball quite well for a, you know, someone that's six foot eight. So, um, and his marking and his body's getting you know, better every year. So, and his ruck craft. So, for me, it's quite exciting to walk into and to help um, hopefully him improve more and more and become the ruckman he wants to become. Um, because I've seen some games when he has played and he's absolutely dominated and. Um, there's been other games where he's got some things to work on, as all players have. So hopefully we can uh, minimise the things he needs to work on and get him to be a real consistent performer for our footy club. I think he shot up massively in his 16th and 17th year and perhaps went from being a midfielder to being a ruckman, hence that incredible uh, ball use around the ground. But what does he need to work on? What would be your first bit of advice? Oh, I haven't seen enough of him up close. I've, like you said, I've only watched him from afar, so... I'd, I'd be guessing and um, maybe talking out of school if I, you know, put some things out there. But for me, it's I've just got to build a connection with him. He's got to build a connection with his midfield. 
Um, the big thing all ruckmen need to have is a presence. Now, everyone sees presence as a bit of a different thing, and some people think it's just physical, um, but you can have other types of uh, presence. And with with Tim and all the rucks there, we'll, we'll try and work through what presence looks like for them, and hopefully they can have that on, on their teammates and on the opposition as much as they can. Brendan, we've been talking to a lot of players in the past fortnight that have moved clubs. You've moved around a lot in your playing career and your coaching career. You played 234 games for the power. You went to uh, Richmond, back to Port Adelaide, to St Kilda, now the Western Bulldogs. What's different about footy clubs? Or are they more similar than we think from the outside? Are they, are they quite similar? They've got a lot of similarities, um, the clubs you go to and the, the, different, the different people you meet and whatever else. Um, but the big thing is the environment you create as a as a as a footy department, as a coaching staff, as a playing group. Um, that environment leads to a culture, so it, it happens pretty quickly. And if you've got some strong leaders that can, you know, direct us to where we need to go, whether it's coaches or players, um, you can build a quite a successful environment, which leads to a pretty strong culture. And over time, that uh, you see with Geelong, it's just it's just stayed there the whole time. They've had some really strong leaders. And when a few of their young guys started, it's just been handed down, handed down. And hopefully, you know, when you get to a club and you stay there for a while, you can start developing that and it just stays around for years and years to come. And Brendan, just lastly on connection, have you seen a difference when you wrap your arms around a player who is struggling? If you show them a bit of love and care that it actually really can translate to on-field success? Yeah, I've I've had a couple of experiences that have probably gone both ways. I had someone at... Richmond with uh, was Daniel Jackson and we used to watch his tape and um, he was a bit different than his leadership coach at, at the Crows now but I'd walk, he'd walk into a Dury's review and he'd just say just show me all the negative stuff tell me what I'm not doing right and I'll get that better um, then you have other players that you know will want to see you know nine positive edits and one negative one but um, it, it's just finding what works for that person like I said before I'm not going to coach every person the same way I'm going to coach to what they need Um, and hopefully that gets a great result for us. Well, Brendan, thank you so much for joining us on the Trade Feed and best of luck with the Western Bulldogs. Thanks for the chat, guys. No worries. Brendan Laid there, Western Bulldogs assistant coach. He just sounds like such a caring, beautiful man, Josh. That's all the reports out of St Kilda and Richmond and Port Adelaide. They love Brendan Laid, and I think he is a senior coach in waiting. And as we just heard from him there, he really did consider going up to Western Sydney. It's a difficult it's a difficult sell in terms of assistant coaches because, as we just heard, he's got a, 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 a child going into year 12. Yep, that's tricky. It's very tricky. It's not a player at 25 contemplating moving with him and maybe their partner. It's a family decision. So that's why it's been so difficult for the Giants to find assistant coaches. But now he's going to the Western Bulldogs. Stick with us on the trade feed. We'll get Sam Edmund in the studio next with some breaking news. This is the trade feed thanks to Toyota. Toyota certified pre-owned in a class of its own. You're listening to Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio. Engineered in Germany. Proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. Two juicy chicken patties with a fiery coating. The Double McSpicy is back at Macca's. Lucky there's creamy mayo or it'd be too McSpicy. Can you handle the heat? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who use the latest equipment.
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.